the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Welcome to the podcast edition of Maximum Growth Live, the number one program for lawyers who want to grow their practices. Each week, our hosts, Seth Price and Jay Ruain, tackle the fundamental questions about how to grow the profit and profitability of your law firm. To watch the program live, submit your questions and hear the latest episode. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Facebook for our live show. Maximum Growth Live is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Maximum Growth Live. I am one of your hosts, Jay Ruane, founder of FirmFlex, social media marketing for lawyers, as well as managing partner of Ruane Attorneys, a civil rights and criminal defense firm in Connecticut. With me, as always, my good friend, Seth Price, down in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, South Carolina, the uh, Carolina. You see that? I even messed up the word Carolina. Anyway, he is the founder of those wonderful organizations, Price Benowitz, a great law firm, as well as Blue Shark Digital, which does SEO for law firms. And he is with me today from, where are you today, Seth? Are you in Maryland, D.C. or Virginia? In the same, same place I am every same. day. Well, you know, we've got a different hours. backdrop today, so I wasn't sure if you were in your home office or on you, the you road. You could put me anywhere you want with the green screen, right? Exactly. Like, uh, uh, the first lady walking down the steps with the dress, right? You yeah. could uh, you put any message you want. I could be, uh, you, you could you could go to town. Exactly, exactly. So how's your week going this week, Seth? You doing okay? It's going well. The COVID spike definitely uh, taking a toll. Uh, you know, we thankfully haven't had it spreading because we're, most people are working uh, independently, but I am seeing, this is the first time locally that I am seeing, uh, you know, a, a sizable, significant, non, you know, it, it, non insignificant, uh, you know, bump that is, that's scary. Yeah, you know, we've had a couple of uh, family members, uh, friends who have tested positive, uh, and we're starting to get more and more reports of people we know who are testing positive and, and, and going through uh, the ill effects. Luckily, you know, f- you know, we haven't had anybody get hospitalized yet that, that we know of personally, so uh, that's that's a good thing. Uh, but it's really, it is spiking, and it's, and it's you know, I feel like we're back in, in April again with uh, with the, with the volume uh, of people that are getting it, and uh, I'm just hoping that this is the last spike. Uh, and uh, you know, the news of the vaccines that are coming out uh, is is going to get us to a place where we can. I don't want to say get back to normal because I think our whole worlds have changed no matter what, uh, and so. 
Hopefully we just get back to where we can start to be together again. You know, I know I'm looking forward to those days where I'm back in the office. I go in now. It's a ghost town to pick up my stuff that I need. And, and I leave it for 15 minutes and the lights are all off and it's sad. Um, but uh, look, and, I, and that's a great segue to what we're talking about today. Cause we have uh, Mike Albee who uh, has taken, you know, a medium that was really a COVID medium, TikTok. Uh, you know, I, I gotta tell you when I, when I, you know, downloaded it and I could easily go an hour and look up and not realize that hour is gone. It is so addictive and it figures out what you like and shows you more of it. And uh, Big Mike, uh, Pete, great PI lawyer from North Texas, has been a friend of ours for a lot of years. I feel like he has leveraged this medium as well as anybody we know in the legal circle um, as far as eyeballs. There are a lot of people who are doing great information with uh, TikTok and other, uh, other social mediums, but it's just awesome to watch when he posted uh, his first video. I just you could tell from that very moment that he was onto something. And it's just great to see this this larger than life personality find a home in a social channel. So I, I can't wait to uh, get him to tell us his story and uh, learn a little bit about the ride he's on. Yeah, you know, one of the things that's uh, that's interesting is that with with TikTok and what he's done with it, it's really allowed his own personal authenticity to shine. Um, because when you see, when you know him, and then you see the videos he puts out there, it's one and the same. And so the the great thing about him using a platform like this is that it's allow it's it's not some stuffy lawyer um, who you know it's who's trying to yeah it's it's Big Mike and 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 I think right. that's I think that's important and and that's something I want to talk to him a little bit about because I think it's Absolutely. it's important. Um, but we had a, we had a great show on Tuesday. Uh, we've got Mike coming up today. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break? Let's get him in here because let's let's talk about this stuff. We'll take a quick break. We'll hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll have Big Mike Alby, uh, PI lawyer from Texas, and we can talk to him about his use of TikTok uh, and and authenticity and what it means for him uh long term because i think it's it's a good conversation to have this week uh, on the show sound good sounds great awesome we'll be right back folks with big mike albee for the max growth interview the lawyers who will succeed in the next decade are the ones who are focusing on building their brands where people meet and there is no place better to build your brand than on social media with the FirmFlex DIY social media plan, hundreds of lawyers like you are using social media to build their brand and become the one lawyer in their community that people know, like, and trust. By spending even just five minutes a day on social media marketing, you can engage with hundreds or thousands of people in your local community who will need your services. By cultivating a network of followers, you build a book of business that you can market to the next decade and beyond. If you are looking for a solution to help you jumpstart your social media marketing, look no further than the DIY plan at GetFirmFlex.com. The DIY was created by a small firm lawyer for people just like you, helping you connect with local people online and build your brand and engage people in the topics they want to talk about, all for under $100 a month. To find out more, visit GetFirmFlex.com. In this world today, if you want to grow your business, you want to grow your firm, you want to take on more cases and make a bigger impact, you have to have a digital blueprint. Statistically, throughout the time that we've been working with Blue Shark Digital, our law firm, the Atlanta Divorce Law Group, grew over 1,400%. Seth and his team have years of experience in this area. Blue Shark is truly a part of the firm, so I don't consider Blue Shark any different 
than the employees in my office. Big Mike, great to have you here. Thank you for being with us. You bet. Pleasure's all mine. Well, look, I've been a big fan of your brand and gotten to know you over the, the last years, uh, pr primarily through the John Fisher Mastermind. And it's just been great to see the evolution. When I saw your, your video the other day, I was like, it was like magic. You were like this, you know, you, you had seen a viral video out there already, but you're like, man, this just jumped off the page. It's been great to see the ride. Tell us a little bit. And Jay, if we could get the video playing, that would be awesome. Would yeah, I'll get that up in a moment. Yeah. Mike, you, you, you hit pay dirt with social, something not easy to do. Uh, love to sort of have you tell, tell the story of what happened and uh, what you've been going through with it. Sure. So I'm actually brand spanking new to TikTok. I did a TikTok video with my son back in like April. And I think like my mom and my aunt might have viewed it and that's about it, you know. And then um, I've wanted to do it for a while. My wife will send me funny videos. And so for those who don't know, there's a lot of uh, trends that go out there. And so there was a guy who rode down the street and was chugging some ocean spray on his skateboard and it went viral. And so I thought, you know, I'm an older guy. I'm big, but I can still skateboard. I should come up with something, you know, that goes along with this. And so my and, buddy and, Ryan, what, and once that and once that TikTok was made, you know, it not did, only did that video go viral, but you know, the 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 band members, uh, you know, were were doing it. Ocean Spray CEO was doing it. This guy got a truck filled. I mean, basically, this video itself, I think, was sort of like the COVID breakout. And it wasn't just that video that, but people were then using that video to sort of do their own uh, interpretations. Yeah, and that's one of the cool things about TikTok is you can put your own flavor to it. And like in my situation, it went viral. But I saw a Facebook video of a, a janitor who was riding a mop with a leaf blower in a bucket, and I thought, let's do that. So I recorded that and kind of took off from there. You know, one of the things about social, and Jay and I go back and forth, Jay calls me anti-social, you know, this is the social that I love. It's just very hard to sort of script it. Like you you hit it, you know, and just like the guy who did the original, uh, Dogface, you know, he he stumbled into this. This was a guy living in his, you know, trailer, uh, working in a potato factory, you know, that, that basically, you know, hit pay dirt. One of the things, this, you know, while in one sense it's, it's happenstance, this seemed that it was a calculated, on your part, a calculated move to say, hey, here's a medium, here's a trend, let me see if I can hit it. It wasn't just, I'm doing a random video and hoping for the best. This seemed to be much more of a calculated move, knowing what you know, you have a brand, you saw somebody else doing something, how do I combine my brand with an ongoing trend? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I sent it to my sister and she said, wow, what a coincidence, you're wearing a t-shirt for your law firm. And uh, yeah, that was a calculated move there. Um, I didn't. I thought it had some potential, um, but it took off more than I thought. And what was crazy too is, I actually took the exact same video and reversed it, and added some comments because people were debating physics. It didn't change any other parts of the video, and that one took off way more. So it's just kind of funny how, what you know, what resonates with different people on different platforms. Yeah, and that's you know something that like I've I've looked at and I've just sort of you know again there are paid versions of social, put that in category A. On the the organic side, 
finding something that works. You know, I've been watching a lot through TikTok and sort of studying what people are doing. And there are a lot of people sort of in the immigration space, which makes a lot of sense to me because they can get a client from anywhere in the country. Tell me is for, for yourself, you know, it's great to have the local notoriety, but many of your fans and followers from these this series of videos are, are national. How is it sort of playing back as far as your core sort of business uh, itself and the marketing plan that you have in place? Sure. Can you hear me okay? I feel like my, my AirPods Absolutely. just yeah. changed. Okay, good. Um, so that's been interesting because I've gone back and forth because originally I thought, you know, hey, let's just make this fun video. And then partway through it, as I'm getting millions of views, I thought, hey, I should throw my website URL up here on my profile. Um, and as the FBO, I'm, I'm glad that you did that. <laughs> yes. I wish I'd done it earlier. But, um, you know, that's kind of my dilemma is – you know, do I just keep going with funny, zany videos or do I try and sprinkle in some law content at some point? And there's actually lawyers on TikTok who go straight law, uh, who have hundreds of thousands of followers, get millions of views. And it seems actually the secret sauce is creating content because nobody's making content. A lot of my followers have zero videos. So it's, it's something I want to work towards getting that in there as far as sprinkling in law i think i'll lose some followers at some point but hopefully i'll find the people that click with me and they'll continue to follow it you know me from the content that i create you know something i've looked at and we hear these anecdotal stories of lawyers that have done really well with instagram and i've been sort of struggling with how do you get a brand and i have one of my in-house people she's a, a model in new york and she's created an instagram account but it's the if you're big enough, I guess you sprinkle in law and that works. Or if you start with law, you know, can you take a fun brand and pivot into something substantive? It'll be, it'll be a fun sort of case study to see what happens. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm in Texas and we have a guy here that refers to himself as a Texas law hawk and he does fun, crazy YouTube videos. And I'm sure that there's some people who say I would never hire that guy. And then a lot of people say, hey, that guy's fun. I, I'd hire him. You know, and the people who know me, they know when I'm going to show up to the office wearing a polo shirt and jeans and when I'm going to suit up for court and be ready to pound somebody. You know, so I don't know that it's too bad to show your flavor and to show who you are. And I think I want to go a little less zany, but keep the zany, but then also, you know, show my true colors in the day in the life type of stuff to humanize me to my clients and potential clients. Maybe the uh, the next one with the leaf blower, you're, you are suited up for court, and that takes you to the courthouse steps. <laughs> That'd be good. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, Jay. So, Mike, you know, we've gotten to be friends now over the last couple of years, uh, and I've often, you know, been very impressed with your authenticity uh, and, and how you have been an open book. And I recall um, something that was very uh, emotional, uh, your podcast episode with uh, on Maximum Lawyer podcast, where you talked about uh, that boating incident and how it really sort of shook you to your core. One of the things that I think you know your TikTok stuff has allowed you to be is your authentic self in your marketing. And let's talk a little bit about Agreed. that because I think you know one of the things that a lot of lawyers tend to try to do is portray this vision of. 
I'm so successful, I wear the three-piece suits, I drive the Mercedes, and that type of thing, because they think that that's what resonates with clients. But I think you're a prime example of what really, truly has resonated with people has been your authenticity, and you live who you are. I mean, you know, the the, the, the TikTok I saw, you know, I'll, I'll put another one up here now, uh, with uh, you going in to block your wife from the fries. I mean, it's stuff like that. You know, as a big guy, I say, hey, you know what, I've done that too. Get your handle off my fries and uh so let's talk a little bit about how you feel authenticity uh plays a role in who you are as a lawyer and how you can attract clientele first of all let me stick up for my wife for a second because her initial reaction of hey don't film me was 100 (laughs) percent legit but i encouraged her to grab my fries and she shares her fries way more with me than i do with her so she i have a great life so gotta look out for her absolutely Um, I think the authenticity, so speaking of authenticity, what happened is my first video started going viral. Um, I realized I had no other content. And so what I did is I went and grabbed some videos that I had filmed and shared on Facebook and things like that. And I uploaded them very quickly. And what's interesting is they didn't get the same level of traction. And I think part of that is because it wasn't something that was truly in the moment, authentic, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that's the key is being authentic. And so when my wife and I filmed that video of getting the fries and stuff and we're eating lunch, um, I actually filmed three TikToks during the day while we were out running errands. And it was really just moments where like, oh, this would be kind of funny. And I think those are the things that become magical versus saying, well, crap, let me come up with some content. I'll go back a year and a half ago where I know I've got this funny video, you know, and and the, the platforms react differently as well. I learned that TikTok, I had a video that I thought was hilarious and I was way too slow to get to the point and people just scrolled on through, you know? So I think authenticity is key. And I think a lot of people will be surprised too, though, if they would just create the content because people are not. It, it's a, it's an open market. You know, Gary Vee's been saying, get on there for a long time. And if you'll just create something that's real, it's not going to resonate with everybody, but it's going to resonate with some and they'll follow you and it'll help you in your brand. So I think just being authentic and who you are, I'm a goofball. My inner 14 year old is very much alive and well, and that turns some people off and other people think it's entertaining. So it is, it is what it is. I think you bring up two points though. You can't be everything to everybody. So if somebody doesn't like the brand, so be it. There are probably some big TV advertisers that are going to get traditional and you're going to say, Hey, Anybody who doesn't want that, and I look at that the way I've sort of marketed multiple lawyers within an office. Some people want a boy, some people want a girl. You know, um, the piece that I thought was interesting that you you brought up here was sort of knowing your medium. That you could have the greatest content that might work on YouTube, but if you're not getting to the point, it's not going to work on TikTok. You know, as you think about planning things out, how much of the content you're creating is specific? Because we've talked historically about cross-purposing content, right? Whereas here, it seems that if you can get the mojo with one of the platforms, you could then share it back with others. But unless you get some sort of critical mass, then you're sort of sharing fluff or volume, but not something that's going to resonate. Are you now focused on what's going to work for TikTok specifically versus just high-quality videos that might work in other uh, arenas? So I feel like right now I'm just gaining followers daily and the algorithm is working in my favor still. And so I'm going to ride this wave while it lasts. And so I'm going to link to some of my other 
platforms, but at the same time, I'm going to focus on this. And it's causing me to adjust a little bit. Like I was thinking this morning about, um, I have a Facebook picture some, somewhere from a couple of years ago. I was driving to court and I was listening to Beastie Boys, you got to fight for your right to party, right? And I posted a picture of that and another stuffy lawyer uh, said, oh, geez, don't tell me you're listening to that on the way to court. And I was. So all I have to do to switch that is to now introduce a song, find a way to safely videotape it as I'm rolling up to court and then post it. So it's things that I'm already doing. I'm just now having to look for ways to record a video and kind of add comments and promote that a little bit versus just snapping that picture. So I'm looking for that. I'm tweaking that. But right now, I think my priority will be TikTok for the foreseeable future. Have you seen, I've been hearing rumblings and I see a little bit of my own TikTok feed. I'm one of those people that uh, watches, but does not, does not post. Uh, are you finding um, that they are localizing at all, that you're getting any greater love locally? And are you going to do anything within the video to try to signal, hey, we're here? Because obviously, while you could refer a case from anywhere in the country that sends it to you, keeping that brand locally would have the greatest ROI um, what, what are some of the tips of trying to get, uh, whether it be TikTok or others to see you as that local player? Well, I, I don't have, I, I, it's been hard to track to be honest, because it shows you get up to 99 notifications and that can include new followers, new views, new comments and this and that. And basically when I look at my phone, I've got more than 99 somethings like every time. And so. Uh, it's funny because on my low performing views, that's where I found people actually know who view and comment and that's, oh, I can follow you back. Um, so it's been really difficult for me to get any kind of, I'm, when you get to a thousand followers, you get analytics. Um, it breaks it down by country, but not by state. I am predominantly in the United States with followers at this point, but I really haven't tracked very much. And I know also one thing that seems to help, I did it for the first night the other night, it was a little painful is if you do a TikTok live, that supposedly helps boost things. I don't know if it does it more locally or not, but I do think, you know, hashtags would come into play. Um, I live in Texas. Uh, we have a Texas shaped waffle maker. Like, I don't know if they have those for DC or Connecticut, but I have my doubts, you know, Texas is very proud and, you know, we've got our own little culture. So I think that running with the Texas thing uh, would definitely be helpful. So I think hashtags and, you know, those kinds of things can kind of help narrow that in, share things that are authentically Texas. Um, I think those will help over time. Now, Mike, do you have anybody helping you, brainstorming with you? Do you sit around with your friends and your family and say, I want to come up with some ideas, or is this all coming out of your head? It's basically coming out of my head. Um, it's so funny. My my daughter had her first basketball game the other night. It was so awesome. It was like jungle ball. It was just best game ever and she has super duper hustle but we were waiting for it to start and i wanted to post a, a recent tiktok and i asked my wife go hey i'm thinking of posting this what do you think and she came up with some ideas and my wife's an elementary school teacher and my response was you're a great teacher and she really <laughs> is but um you know i'd be a terrible teacher so yeah it's coming out of my head so like last night um i created an uncle eddie yard decoration for uh, Christmas, he's standing by my street with a big hose. And so they have a closed transition uh, TikTok where something happens. And so what I wanna do is I'm gonna throw the hat up and then when the transition happens, I'm gonna have my Uncle Eddie mannequin there for the rest of the TikTok. So 
um, trying to do little Christmas things. Now, some people might think it's funny and it might fall flat. I don't know. But I'm just trying to think of life's good. I chuckle a lot. I try and find ways to laugh. And the, the things that make me chuckle, I kind of just stop and say, wait a second. What other people find this funny? What could I do to make this entertaining? And then they're only 15 seconds. So it doesn't take very much time, even if you have to do a couple of takes. You know, it's not sucking up your whole day. You can just do it and, and run with it. That's awesome. No, and I, like we've always talked about it. You, we, people do what they like doing and you you clearly like it. It comes through in the videos. And from the very moment I saw it, I was like, this is, this is big Mike. You've created a brand. You found like, it's the, it's like what Gary, we talked about. You, you created content. And at some point that, that intersection of your content with the medium and what was, what, how the algorithms were working, pay, pay, hit pay dirt. And I just excited to watch this ride. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this lately, and I've been waiting for somebody to come up with the COVID challenge. I mean, I was looking at some videos with the ice bucket challenge from a couple of years ago, and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, if somebody came up with the COVID challenge, and I don't know what that is, but you put that well, up on, that, on this, TikTok. This may have been it. This may have been it, right? You know, yeah. I think that Mike just found that this was the COVID challenge. Somebody was like, they they hit the perfect combination of song and, and carefreeness in a time when everybody was was dying for it. And you know that I think that it literally Mike hit hit what is not for charity, but for uh, you know everybody looking for that distraction. And that look, frankly, why TikTok has done so well now. Everybody's looking for an escape, and what better escape than this for our ADHD culture? Yeah, and I've definitely ridden the tailcoats of, of you know the people, the dog face guy. He, apparently, he paid 320k cash for a new home the other day, and he was that. living in a trailer that had no water. And I, I think it had electricity, but I'm not sure. But you know, yeah, it was just that that guy's been in the struggle for a long time, and a lot of people are struggling right now, and it provides that escape. And then I think too, there's this kind of a voyeuristic gene that we have as humans where we like to get insights into other people's lives. And I always refer to the Osbournes with Ozzy Osbourne. Um, that was one of the earlier reality TV shows and people are like, holy cow, Ozzy's brain is fried, but his kids still talk back. They still don't take the garbage out the first time and it humanized them, you know? And for us, we're like, wait a second, that's like my family, you know? Right. So I think the more real we are, the more we get sucked into it and it just, it works. Yeah, you know, it's That's interesting. Awesome. I was talking to another lawyer recently um, who had forwarded me an email from a lawyer's listserv where one lawyer was lamenting that, uh, you know, he's seeing lawyers on Zooms and they've got open collars and they're not wearing jackets and ties when they're having these uh, meetings. And in his office, it's very important that you still wear your jacket and tie. And he wears a suit every day to the office, even during coronavirus. And what, what I think people need to realize is that, yes, that works for him. Um, but I think what the society is starting to realize is, man, do what works for you and people will be attracted to you. And that's one of the great things about you being out there on TikTok is that it really is expressing who you are as a person. Because I think if someone were to see your videos and then meet you, they would be able to connect with you pretty instantaneously because you, you are who you are. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, there's, the, you know, the Texas law hawk from people I know who know him. I don't know him personally. He is the kind of guy who will be sitting at the end of the bar making jokes, that type of thing. Um, I think it would be difficult if this is not your personality 
to try to do this. Let's take take a, for example, um, you know, I don't know if Craig Goldenfarb could get on a uh, can get on a uh, skateboard and do what you did. And there's things that he can do that you can't do. Um, and I think sure. that's one of the things. And like Seth, I can't see Seth on a skateboard. It just you know, I, I, challenge accepted. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. There you go, folks. Let's see if we get Seth on a skateboard this week. You know, the, the, the interesting thing is I got Seth on a Peloton, but he was, it was just a picture. It wasn't him pedaling. Uh, you know, so I don't think he's ever actually pedaled the thing. But but that's that's really the thing that we want to talk about. You know, we talk about in, in other episodes doing what you love, but it's also doing what you love with this authenticity that I think really is what ratchets, ratchets it up up to the next level um where do you see yourself going with this is this is this something that you're like hey i'm gonna ride this as long as it goes or you know is it that i, I you know i'm gonna do this for six months and then i'm gonna turn my attention to something else so i've seen uh lawyers in particular the other night i was looking at uh trying to see what other lawyers are doing that's working and i saw one individual who had barely any followers and, you know, it's kind of, hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, I feel like I have a huge leg up by having the amount of followers. In fact, my view is skewed. Um, last, oh, let's see, yeah, last week I was like, oh, my goodness, I fell below 300,000 views today. What a lousy day, you know. And that's not how things should start, you know. So um, I see myself you, doing you, this. Basically, you damn well better ride this wave as long. Otherwise, we're going to come down there and, do, you know, I feel like it's the uh, – <laughs> Simpsons, I didn't do it uh, episode. Like, please, you know, this this is to be ridden until it does not work. You have this huge head start. Well, think yeah. about it. I mean, and how I, many how many personal injury lawyers in Texas would would kill to have three hundred thousand people see their TV commercial in a day? Yeah, you know, and that's just. I mean, I've got. I'm approaching ten million. I'm over ten million views. You know, wow. on these videos and who would have thought that that many people would actually watch big Mike skateboard, you know, it's just, it's wild. And the other thing is you've got, um, I'm looking, pulling this up real quick. This is what blows my mind is you've got, um, people, let's see here. So total playtime fit a 16 second video. Okay. 5,474 hours, 22 minutes, 57 seconds. That's on one video. No, I'm sorry. That's my little video. That's not even my big one. So um, that one's, you know, six times higher than that. So when you look at the hours of people watching these 15-second clips, it's just not even. My plan is to keep doing it. Um, I'd like, I'm a big family guy. And so I want to, I'd like to introduce my kids into a little bit. My wife, she doesn't like it so much. That's okay. Um, but I also want to make sure that it's not eating into my family time, things like that. And it doesn't really, I mean, like I said, I've done like two takes on everything that I've done max. I've done one or two. And then, you know, that's part of what makes it fun is when it's not perfect. And um, so it's just not time consuming. So as long as I'm strategizing and figuring it out, you know, this weekend we did a bunch of stuff around the house. My wife said, are you going to do any TikToks? I go, no, we're banging this stuff out first, you know, and, you know, back to the grind of TikTok now. But, um, you know, as long as it doesn't, eat into my family time and my work time. Well, I think it'll just And a lot of the biggest stars it. on TikTok, uh, the dancers and such, have always incorporated their kids. I mean, there seems to be a, Absolutely. a, a natural progression to, your, if you're going to do this and make it part of your DNA, 
that uh, is, there's great opportunities to make it part of family time. So, Mike, I got a question for yeah. you. Just for the people who aren't using TikTok, which is probably the you know the majority of our audience at this point, is all the production done within your app on your phone? Are you actually uploading videos that you've produced offline? You, I see in some of your stuff you're adding uh, title cards and that type of thing. Tell us a little bit about the creation process so that people who are listening today can get an understanding of how you actually go about making these videos so that they can get to wrap their head around it and see that it's not not so difficult so straight out the gate I would just start with the app it's very user-friendly you basically hit record it plays the music you can hear it's so like when I did a skateboard one we had it playing through the Bluetooth of my truck so I could know when we were starting and things like that and my wife had the windows down as she was driving along my daughter recorded but I've since added um, a, an app called video leap it's like a couple bucks a month I think I just bought the lifetime because I'm committed but uh, I think it was like 50 bucks for life but um, that one allows it where I can film multiple clips just using my my phone, right? And I, I can record in 4K if I need to versus 780p. And then I can, you know, extract music from click, uh, cl uh, clips on TikTok. It's very user-friendly. Um, so I've started using that just because it's a little bit easier to kind of put puzzle pieces together. Uh, but the app is totally user-friendly. The only benefit, like I said, is I can edit a little bit easier and multiple clips with Video Leap. And there's other competitors of Video Leap. I didn't even shop around. I just saw somebody who shared that on TikTok and she's got a lot of followers. I thought, hey, I'll try it, you know? Yeah, I think one of the things that if you're going to use any one of these platforms is is understanding the, the different ways to get content. So you can use their app. You can bring in content uh, that you've pre-produced uh, and, and import it. Uh, but with such a short, you know, time frame of 15 seconds, uh, you know, it's 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 important that you really sort of hit your point first, right? Because uh, if people aren't catching the the hook. Early. It's almost like you got to start with the chorus, right? Um, you know, because if you don't start with the chorus and you don't have the hook there, people are going to swipe off of your video, right? Absolutely. And I think, too, one thing going back to the app that it helps with is reformatting for different platforms as far as layouts and stuff. I spoke with Umansky the other day on his podcast, and he's like, dude, you're like not even doing much on uh, Instagram. I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm an old fuddy-duddy. I'm a Facebook guy, you know? And so I've started adding stuff there and I've had people share it there and had millions of views on Instagram as well. But uh, it does help you tweak and adjust. And obviously YouTube, you know, same principle. You want to get to the point fairly quick, but you could go longer if you wanted to. And I think an app like Video Leap can do that. It can, you know, you can up upload in higher quality. It's not going to have the uh, TikTok uh, watermark on it, which that's not necessarily bad either because people can say, where's this guy on TikTok? Let me go follow him. But it does help you tweak for the platforms as well. You know, and one thing I can say to the viewers out there, if you have any interest, since 15 seconds is the max uh, that you're doing with a TikTok video, if you have something like Mike has, has done, you could take that 15-second clip and you could actually put it up on YouTube as an unskippable pre-roll ad uh, so that you can really sort of target. So you could take your 15-second your TikTok clip 
and then put it up as a pre-roll video ad on YouTube and just target people in your local area so you could build your brand and basically get people seeing it in Texas, in North Texas where you are. Uh, and, and so you get the benefit of them saying, oh yeah, that's the guy I saw on TikTok and you're reinforcing your local brand there. Uh, and that's something that you can really do, which is kind of cool. One thing to add, though, just so that we're getting the full picture, is the 15 seconds is what you're limited to if there's music involved uh, due to copywriting issues. And so if somebody wants to talk about something for a minute, that's the max you can do. So I know like Marco Brown, he's a divorce lawyer in Utah, and he talks straight up law. He's not doing dances or anything like that. And he's got quite a few followers and views and people asking questions. Uh, so if you want to get a little bit more into the substance of something that's a little bit legal or something you could go for up to a minute if you didn't have a song playing in the background or things like that. Right. I guess I, I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, but no, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. And I, you know, maybe we should bring in Marco uh, to talk about his experience with it because he's really doing it a totally different way. Although I would pay big money to see him on a skateboard with a leaf blower. So Marco, <laughs> if you're out there, uh, let's let's do the big Mike challenge, uh, and uh, <laughs> maybe we'll start that in our in our little community. We'll have the big Mike challenge. I don't know if I, I know we have a skateboard in one of our garages and I definitely have a leaf blower, but I don't know if I have health insurance enough to be able to handle what would happen to me if I got on a <laughs> skateboard, uh, having not been on one in probably 40 years. So, yeah. And given no, the, uh, cool. go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say Elizabeth, Elizabeth pickle. She also does a, a good mix of, she's really into dancing and having fun. Um, but she also sprinkles in some law stuff. And I think she said she got like seven consult consults a week ago wow. uh, from a TikTok video. So she's obviously doing something right as well. That's, that's awesome. You know, I, I figure, you know, while it would take a lot to get me on the skateboard, if I brought the leaf blower, blower down, I'm going down Pennsylvania Avenue. I have a feeling that like a bunch of secret service guys would be tackling me, which, which could go viral as well. <laughs> but, uh, it might be hard to do a big bike challenge downtown DC right now. Yeah, that'd be very cool, though. I would pay to see you get tackled by the Secret Service any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mike. This, this is awesome. I think part of it just it inspires people to say, hey, trying stuff. I mean, Gary Vee's been talking about it for a long time, but throwing spaghetti at the wall, do what you love, because, uh, you know, it's just great to see the ride you're on and want to want to continue to follow and hopefully come back and uh, share with us, you know, hopefully – that it is monetizable. That's my wish for you is that you're able to somehow intersect this great fun with, you know, ROI for the firm by, uh, you know, the end of next year. I am getting paid from TikTok for views and you're not supposed to say how much you get. Um, it's definitely not enough for me to quit my day job. And I don't know if I'd quit if I was a teenager living at home with my parents and working at McDonald's, but I think the name of the game is not getting paid from TikTok, but getting to the point where you can generate yeah. more business as a law firm owner. Well, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's my point. How do you get that yeah. intersection? It's great to the, the, the viral is pay dirt. That's huge, but like, how do we how do we intersect that so that uh, you know it it does you know because look, the name of the game is having all these channels work together, and the beautiful thing is you had your brand already. It just furthers your brand. I, I think it'd be harder for some of us that don't have that sort of carefree, authentic brand. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I've been, you know, trying unsuccessfully within sort of the social sphere, you know, within Instagram and things like that. It's just great to see when somebody uh, hits a home run. And I hope that uh, that tailwind uh, carries you uh, that much further. 
I really appreciate that. Thank you. You guys are great marketing and legal minds. And I, I just appreciate both of you guys. And I'm looking forward to the next time we can actually see each other face to face again. Uh, so am I. So am I. You know, it's funny. One of our friends posted a picture of us at the Wiener Circle in Chicago uh, from yes. anniversary, and that was that was a good night. And I and I and I love that. And then we li- went and listened to some uh, some live bu- blues, uh, and that was a great night. Yeah. It, was one of, it was one of my favorite nights hanging out with you, Mike. So it's good to good to connect Absolutely. with you back this way uh, during coronavirus. But I'm looking forward to being with you again for sure. Yes. Awesome. Cool. All right. So uh, we're going to leave it with that, right, Seth? Yep. All right, man. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for being with us today, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Hey, it's Becca here. I'm sure you've heard Jim and Tyson mention the Guild on the podcast and in the Facebook group. The Guild is this perfect mix of a community, group coaching, and a mastermind. Guild members get so many benefits, including weekly live events and discounts to all Maximum Lawyer events. Head over to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash the guild to check out all the benefits and watch a few testimonials from current members. So head to MaximumLawyer.com and click on the guild page to join us. Now, let's get back to the episode. You know, Seth, I love spending time with Mike Albee. It's, you know, anytime I get to hang out with him, even if it's virtually, uh, for a little while, I wind up with a smile on my face. How about I, you? I, smile. It's just, I haven't smiled this much in a while. This is yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, look, he's proven the truism, do what you love. Um, and it inspires me. I feel like there's opportunity out there. Now, 99% of us are not going to hit a viral video like that, but- the idea is leveraging the mediums that are out there, finding out how you can find those intersections. I mean, I, well, there are plenty of people we could even have on the show in the future that have dove, have dove in. And they're not on a skateboard with a leaf blower, but they are providing great content. And if they can find their audience, there's so many people on there right now that if you can find your audience, uh, that intersection of, of audience with, with content is uh, – something that right now, like on no other time in the history of the world, that you can just post something and get two people that are looking for what you are talking about. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And, and it kind of kind of brings up a, a segue, you know, from an SEO perspective, you know, you and I have talked about this for years, you write what the people want to read. You know, like you, you, you have to phrase your, your language uh, and, and write it in a way that people want to read your next paragraph. You obviously, because that gets eyeballs on your site and you're writing for the consumer with TikTok, with these viral videos and that type of thing. You're giving the consumer what they want to see on a regular basis. Uh, and I think that that makes a difference uh, w- with the finished product. And if you could tie these things together, it really comes out, uh, you know, working uh, well on all cylinders. Right. And look, it's, it's basically, he has attention, right? He's getting free media for lack of a better earned media. Some people would call it. Right. So for me, what I love is, and I think he was starting to alluded to this, Hey, let's make sure that X percentage of people watching this video click through the website. Google loves that traffic. That's why TV advertisers and the recent algorithm updates have had a benefit. If he can use this notoriety, and get the get the traffic through his website, even if they aren't people that are ready to you know buy, that aren't injured people. The fact is, Google will see you as part of this ecosystem. So that my hope is that even if this is not you know there are going to be people around the country or around the world, 
as people view the site and see who you are, and if you design the site appropriately so that it's not just a stuffy law firm site, but that he has landing pages that deal with Big Mike, the personality, then people are coming through your site. That's SEO. So the, the fact is that it sounds like he has taken and Mike has never been a guy who's dove into SEO, but I feel like he just did whether he likes it or not. Awesome. All right. So with that, I think we're going to leave this week's episode. Just a great time chatting with him. Once again, people, if you want to catch any of our Max Growth Live shows, you can find them in our videos tab on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash Maximum Growth Live. You can also find our syndicated podcast on the Maximum Lawyer podcast, as well as our standalone podcast available at anywhere you find your podcasts. I know we're available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and I think we're now even available on Amazon slash Audible Podcasts. I got to check and make sure because I, I submitted the feed to them. I want to make sure that we're up uh, with that. So with that, Seth, I'm going to leave you thanks for being with me this week another great week in maximum growth live uh but for now i'm gonna say bye you got anything left for the people out there no just uh have it have a great weekend stay safe and we'll see you next week awesome yep god willing we'll see everybody next week so with that bye for now i'm jay he's seth have a great weekend talk to you later folks bye thank you for listening to maximum growth live Please remember to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes and tune in live on Facebook every Thursday for our live show. For more information, visit Maximum Growth Live on Facebook or MaximumLawyer.com and be sure to share us with your friends.